And now it's time for Madison's Mad Facts with your host, Madison Standish. Hey, everybody. It's Madison. Welcome to another Madison on the Air bonus feature of Madison's Mad Facts, where we look at the way things were in real life back during these old-timey radio shows. This month, we featured Box 13. Spoilers ahead. Enter at your own risk. Okay. In this episode, I had an English to Noir dictionary. I was trying to learn as much Noir slang as possible. So I got to thinking about the history of slang itself. I thought it would be totes fun to talk about how we talk. With me to discuss slang is the voice of our hood from the episode, who helped me with my slang dictionary, Scott Berry. Hey, Scott. Sup? Hey, Madison. It's good to be here. So let's jump right in with the definition of the actual term slang. Well, for a dictionary definition, slang is a deliberate alternative vocabulary that sends social signs. It's very informal, non-standard vocabulary, which is a very formal way to define something that's, by definition, very informal. Slang is often new words created that mean the same thing as something already in use. For example, the word ginormous means the same thing as something very large. Or slang will repurpose old words to mean something new. Like when someone says, your music is sick. Sick now means cool. But in general, slang is shared and understood by those in a similar social setting. And slang is different from the word jargon, which I know sometimes I mix up. Right. Jargon is terminology used by a particular activity, group, or profession. It's designed for communication within that group rather than informal words used to communicate with a broader audience. A good example of this is professionals in the medical field use the word stat. Stat was shortened from the Latin word statin, which means instantly or immediately. As a group, they collectively shortened the word to stat to save time, be more efficient. The term may have crossed boundaries and is now used by non-professionals, but it was created specifically for those in the medical field and not as a way to communicate in more social settings. Gotcha. So how did slang start being a thing? It's hard to pinpoint the actual beginnings of slang. It's something that occurs in all languages and cultures. In general, early usage of what we consider slang was utilized by people of lower stature, from the criminal element. Slang was viewed as vulgar, common. Many thieves developed their own words for items or situations in order to be able to talk freely in public and not be understood by others. But many of the slang words of the past were created by those with less formal access to education, so they simply were never taught what was considered to be the formal words of their language, and instead developed what worked for them to communicate with each other. In time of massive class divisions, this informal way of speaking was a clear indicator of your status. So let's jump ahead into the era of these old-timey radio shows. What about noir slang? Well, noir slang started from the criminal element, much in the same way as it began centuries past. It came into the mainstream through popular entertainment. Pulp detective novels from writers like Dashiell Hammett, who created the character of Sam Spade, exposed audiences to the distinctive terminology. The reach grew through films and radio dramas. The unique style of noir storytelling, including its slang, is now forever associated with that era. And what about everyday slang? Stuff that's not criminal, just like you said earlier informal. Well, the first thing to remember is language is always evolving, and slang often has a very short shelf life, which is why we can identify certain words or phrases with very specific eras or decades. Modern slang from the 20th century to today often is created from young people, 
kids who have reached their teens, early 20s, and are still trying to figure out their own unique identities. They'll use slang as a way to separate themselves from the generations that came before them. A kind of secret language that they share socially that lets each other know that they're like-minded, part of the same group. How do people first hear and pick up new slang? Well, one way is through entertainment. This is called artistic slang. It's when new words or phrases enter the public consciousness through fiction. Shakespeare was a major contributor of artistic slang in his era through his writings. But some more contemporary examples is when you say something went at warp speed. That originated with the first Star Trek. Or if you feel that a very unusual situation is around, you may say it's like being in the Twilight Zone. Doesn't a lot of mainstream slang that gets shared in entertainment actually originate in subcultures and countercultures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, today we see slang originating in, say, hip-hop culture, finding its way into mainstream usage, as well as slang that emerged from drag shows or other LGBTQ communities. But this is nothing new. Going back to the OTR era, jazz clubs were a huge source of slang back then. And if we keep advancing the decades, there were the hippies of the 60s, the discos of the 70s, the punks in the 80s, and so on. And not just fiction or entertainment, but current events create slang too. Absolutely. A lot of popular slang came about because of the events that occurred in that unique decade. This is known as historical slang. The 1950s created the phrases of saying someone's having a meltdown from being the age of atomic power. The 80s saw reactions to current events create the phrase of someone being pushed to their limits and reacting in a very violent way as going postal. And if you look at people with polarized political views today, you'll see the emergence of such slang as snowflake, triggered, both getting new definitions outside their original meanings. Talk about slang today. Well, one thing the past two decades has had that hasn't existed in any other time in history is the internet. With social media and other platforms available to share slang immediately to audiences, slang can change and permeate our society faster than any time before us. Some of the new emerging slang terms are just an attempt to keep up with the equally fast advancing technology, creating words like text, selfie, or app. But it's also a place for slang to enter the social consciousness quickly and repeatedly. This happens in such a short period of time that new slang can take root in a matter of days. So if parents thought it was hard to keep up with their 1950s teenager slang, today's parents have so many new emerging words to learn. There are literally dozens of websites out there just to explain it to them. Well, thank you, Scott, for talking with us about the history of slang. Absolutely, Madison. It was my pleasure. Now, hey, what do you say you and me? Go hit the jalopy, blow this popsicle stand, go find a blind tiger and bump gums for a little while, eh? (laughs) I don't know what you just said. Well, thank you guys for listening to our little bonus feature, Madison's Mad Facts. And get ready for new episodes of Madison on the Air to premiere the first of every month.